Hey y'all, welcome back to this episode of the Tribe Podcast. Today is the second part in a two-week series of Planting Deep Roots, and today we're talking about the importance of pruning. Pruning, by definition, is the act or practice of cutting or lopping off undesired twigs, branches, or roots. It's the act of getting rid of undesirable elements or excess. When we talk about pruning a garden, what we're really talking about is getting rid of dead leaves to promote healthy growth. In fact, after we got back from our two-week vacation, I had a lot of pruning to do in my greenhouse. I spent one entire evening picking all of the dead leaves and getting rid of the damaged branches and vines. I pulled my lettuce shoots and created space for new growth. I also trained my tomato plants that have now grown taller than me to reach towards the window of the greenhouse because what was happening is they were stretching in the wrong direction. So they needed the reminder and the assistance to grow towards the light. One thing you should know about me is that I'm one of those people that talks to my plants. So on any given day, you can find me in my greenhouse telling them things like, okay, we have to release our grip here and grow with these plants this way or onward and upward. It's actually pretty hilarious for anyone that would be close enough to hear what I'm saying, but it's become so natural for me. I love growing my plants and spending time tending them. It has taken a long time to learn how to grow my own food, so it's something that I don't take for granted and I'm really grateful for. When I think about the pruning that I've done within my tribe and in my own life, it's very similar to how I take care of my greenhouse. Of course, there's the feeding and the watering and the sunlight But I've been in seasons where I've been stretching in the wrong direction and I've needed the reminder to grow towards the light. I have had to release my grip and give God ultimate control over my relationships. In fact, in my own life, there are two types of pruning that I've seen play out. The first is when I made the decision to surrender to God. This is the most important step in pruning, y'all, because when we surrender, we are essentially allowing God to take over and to prune our lives in a way that only he can. We are giving up control to the one who is capable of having control and domain over our lives. We are submitting to his will and giving him permission to remove the unhealthy areas so that we can grow into who he's called us to be. This step of surrender is praying the prayer where we ask God to point out anything within us that is offensive or that doesn't line up with where he wants us to be. And then we begin taking steps of obedience. By allowing God's word to penetrate our hearts, we are creating an environment to live in a way that is beyond our wildest dreams. It's the pruning work that only God can do. And it's step one in the process. You know, when we accept this type of pruning from God, it's the gate that opens up step two of pruning, which is where we begin the process of pruning our tribe. Once we have surrendered to God, we are ready to do the hard work of cutting off what is dead and trimming back the things that are holding us down or holding us back. It's making the choice to surround ourselves with friends who are going to coach us to the next level. Friends that are full of the fruits of the spirit and are running alongside us towards heaven. 
It's the friends in our tribe that remind us to grow towards the light and to release our grip and give ultimate control to God. It's recognizing the difference between having healthy, God-honoring tribe members and worldly, superficial relationships. I believe that God calls us to prune regularly and in each new season. Sometimes what happens is we outgrow friendships. Sometimes it's God's desire for friends to spend only one or maybe two seasons in our lives. The reality of that can be really hard and there might be some growing pains and some mourning in this process, but what I've learned is that not everything that we are called to walk away from is unhealthy or bad. Sometimes there are good things that we are called to walk away from because God has something better for us. Once we've surrendered, we have to be willing to remove a little bit of the good to be fully aware of God's provision and to keep our eyes focused on him. I have certainly seen this play out in my own tribe. Some of my friends have been with me for many seasons and God has made it abundantly clear that we will be walking alongside each other for a very long time. But I've also had friends that I've walked with for a couple of years and then I've been called to walk away from. It doesn't mean that they're bad people. It just means that God has something better in store. What I know from personal experience is that certain relationships can cloud our vision of the truth of the gospel. And what I mean is when gossip and complaining are the common language, we aren't practicing gratitude and grace. So while it doesn't make the person bad, the act of them clouding our vision and us choosing to participate in the unhealthy behaviors certainly keeps us from seeing the best of who God wants us to be. It's a clouded vision. When I am doing a good job of pruning the relationships in my tribe and I'm being intentional about who I surround myself with, I am less likely to stumble and fall into the habit of being distracted of having pride in my heart and following my own idols and looking left to right, all of the things that the enemy will use to try to cause me to stumble or to trip me up. Pruning is hard work. It involves intentionality and vulnerability. It's the process of rooting out negativity and the thoughts and the relationships that hold us back from all that God has called us to be. For me, I combat the struggle of the world by choosing instead to fix my eyes and fix my thoughts on what is true. It's all over scripture, but my favorite verse is Philippians 4 verse 8, which says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. God wants us to put this into practice. In fact, I believe that it's his deep desire that we take hold of every thought that we have and we give our worries to him. He wants us to lay anxiety and stress and fear and worry and the pressures of the world at the cross. By taking our thoughts captive, we are training ourselves to respond rather than react. It's perseverating on the good things and surrounding ourselves with a tribe that believe that God's promises and his word are true. Psalm 92 verses 12 through 15 says, The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. 
They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green, proclaiming the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no wickedness in him. I don't know about you, but this is the type of flourishing that I want to experience. And it can't happen without regularly pruning. I want to bear fruit in my old age. I want to plant seeds with firm roots that will take hold and will grow for my children and my grandchildren for years to come. You know, at the end of the day, when we are regularly pruning, we are tending the garden that God has entrusted to us. When our tribe is solid, we are working together to lead each other towards the light of Jesus. We are reminding each other to release our grip and to grow alongside one another in a way that ultimately glorifies God. As we head into my favorite season of the year where the leaves begin to change and the weather cools down a little, I challenge all of you to use this season as an opportunity to prune your own garden. Where do you need to release your grip? What changes do you need to make so that you can grow towards the light? The friends in our tribe will greatly impact the direction that we are heading. Let's make heaven crowded. I'm praying for y'all and I'll see you next week.